Hey, 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 how's it going out there, guys? You're now listening to the YFYI podcast. I'm your host, Sonny D. Excited to be here, excited to have you here. If you're a repeat listener, welcome back to the YFYI podcast. If you're a new listener, you just subscribed, you saw a link, however you made it here, welcome to the YFYI community. This is where you come to get your mind right, get your business right, get your learn on, so you can get your earn on. Talking about all things business of beauty, hacking the bob. This is the co-partner of the YFYI book series where I get to expand on topics. I get to go in a little bit more in depth on some of the subject matter in the YFYI book series. If you haven't read YFYI, your first year in the beauty industry, how to not just survive but thrive in the business of beauty or YFYI, your first year in salon ownership, definitely want to check those out and you'll be following along with supporting not only the movement but supporting the growth in whatever position you find yourself in right now. If you're, you know, you just got out of beauty school, you're actually in that first year. If you're a new salon owner, you're actually in that first year. Or maybe you're a grizzled vet, maybe you're a seasoned stylist who is just looking at your career as it stands and are like, you know what, I want more, I know there's more, and you came into the YFYI culture via a friend's recommendation or you found some content on the interweb, maybe you were on Instagram at your first year in or however you found it. What I want to do with this podcast and with these books and the series that I'm writing is really just expand and share things, insights, share practical, tech, uh, technical or, or tactical, practical advice and tools that you can use and you can apply like right now. Like if you want to jumpstart your business, you want to jumpstart your career, you need to revive your career. You can use these techniques, you can use these tactics, you can use these insights. If you just need somebody to talk to you for 30 minutes every week, just to keep your head in the game, to get your mind right, give you a little checkup from the neck up, then this is the podcast for you. So a couple things I want to talk about today. You know we're in 2019, already trucking along, almost through the first month, you know, the first month of the year, almost in the books. And a lot of us start off our new year making, you know, resolutions or making, you know, some kind of goals. So I want to touch on goals today. A couple things, just a way to look at goals in YFY, your first year in the beauty industry. In the seventh chapter, I dedicated the seventh chapter to goals explicitly. And there was a little you know, subtitle heading, set them, but don't forget them. And so I really want to spend a few minutes, you know, touching on that because a lot of people do, they set goals, you know, they come into their new year and they're fired up and they get some resolutions, get some goals going. And then after like the first month, second month, third month, those goals are a distant memory in their path or past. They're a distant, you know, kind of memory and they haven't looked at them lately. They haven't like recommitted to them lately. They haven't made any real-time adjustments. They set them. You set them, but you forget them. 
And so I want to talk to you about that. A couple things that I do and a couple things that I would encourage you to do to make sure that you're not forgetting where you're going, not forgetting those goals. So one of the things you have to think about when you're looking at your goals, you need to look at them on a regular basis. How could you do that? You could have them written down. That's amazing. That's like more than you know. 90% of people do is commit them to paper, commit them to writing them down. Once you have them written down, where you put them. You know, One of the things I like to do is I like to have them in a digital format. I'll have them on my phone and my note section on my phone so I can read them constantly especially if I'm like going through something or I'm, I'm running into some kind of challenge or I'm feeling a little discouraged or, you know, it's just been one thing after another, getting punched in the face just by, you know, the challenge and the, the climb that you're on. When you're getting punched in the face repeatedly, which will happen to you, welcome to life, welcome to trying to achieve anything then having them at, you know, an arm's length where you can look them up on your phone or you have them written down, you have them in your purse or wallet, wherever, you can reconnect with them. So that's going to be huge. You got to get in front of them. Another another technique or a tactic is before you go to bed, when you wake up in the morning, just like brushing your teeth, you know, go through your goals, go through your goal statement, look at those goals and re-inspire yourself re-inspire yourself why you're doing what you're doing re-inspire yourself as to you know why you're on the journey that you're on because if you're not doing that on a regular basis you'll easily get off track you know say you're, you're trying to you know lose weight gain weight, whatever you're trying to do you're trying to get in shape and then you stop looking in the mirror you know you stop paying attention you stop getting on the scale what do you think is going to happen you know that you're going to slowly start to get a few pounds on and you're not even going to notice. You're going to slowly start to get a little bit more out of shape, a little those those pants are fitting a little bit less. They're getting a, you're getting a little tighter there. You're starting to overflow out of your top, whatever it is. And if you're not paying attention, if you're not getting in that mirror, if you're not doing a, a checkup on a regular basis, it's real easy for it to get away from you. So that would be, you know, number 1, making sure you're checking in on a regular basis. Uh, number 2, I would say a big thing is making adjustments like real-time adjustments you know things happen right this is life it's not smooth sailing things are gonna happen and when those things happen you have to make some real-time adjustments and be okay with that give yourself some margin you know if your goal is you know to to save a thousand dollars and then all of a sudden you're driving down the road this happened to me recently you know I had a flat tire and you know oh I go and get it checked out you know, it's $300 tire and there's a nail in it. They can't patch it. Like, oh, we can't fix it. So what do I have to do? I have to order a new tire. I have to pay for it. But my, does that mean that I'm going to just throw my goal to the wind? No, I give myself some margin to where I can say, okay, you know, if I'm trying to hit this goal, you know, in, in two months or whatever to save that $1,000, then this unexpected, you know, $300 you know, issue comes up and, you know, now I've got to allocate the, some of those funds. I'm going to make adjustments. Okay. Maybe I've got to do it, you know, a few more clients or I have to save a little extra, spend a little less this week and this week. How am I going to make up that, you know, that shortage if I'm going to still hit my goal on time? Now, 
in giving yourself some margin, giving yourself some wiggle room, I'm not changing my goal. I'm not going to say I'm not saving the thousand dollars, but I might have to make some adjustments to maybe my target date, you know, it's February 15th. And I might have to say, okay, if I stay on track and save this much and this much by then, February 15th, I might be around like $800. So maybe I'm going to look at maybe February 15th, 16th, or 17th. What can I do to kind of close the window? And But giving myself a little bit of wiggle room. I'm not pushing it out a whole entire month. I'm not changing the target, the number. But I may give myself a little wiggle room as to when I'm going to accomplish that buy. So you have to think about that, giving yourself some wiggle room. And I think the next thing is how specific can you make your goal? You know, recently I've been going through a, uh, a book called Measuring What Matters, and there's an objective, you know, based goal setting kind of formula in there, and it's focused around what's called OKRs. And OKR stands for objective, and then the K is key, and the R is results. So when you think of it like that, it's getting real specific, like what is the objective? So the objective, if we're using that same example, is to save $1,000, and then key results, things that I'm gonna be measuring that are very specific. So if I'm gonna be saving $1,000, the objective is save $1,000, we'll just say in 60 days. And then, so if I look at that 60 days and I break it down into chunks, 15 days, 15 days, 15 days, 15 days, then I know like, in 15 days, I want to have $250 saved. You know, in, in another 15 days, 250, another 15 days. So I have like kind of four quarters. I broke it down into like four quarters. When you're thinking about your objective and what are the key results by the you know fifth, day 15, you know quarter, you know one, have $250. I either do it or I don't. It's a yes or it's a no. So that's a key result by day 30 having $500 saved that would be another key result I either do or I don't and you can have as many key results as you need but those key results need to be black or white they're not going to be well by you know 15 days save some more money like that's not it's not going to be anything vague it's going to be so when you look at that key result as it pertains to your objective, you can say yes or no. Did I or did I not do it? And you can apply this to anything. It could be you know, your weight training, it could be your money, it could be you know, your business, it could be whatever it is, but objectives and key results. And if you wanna check that book out, it's called Measure What Matters. It's by John Doerr, and he was a early you know, pioneer executive in a company called Intel, and he worked with Andy Grove, who's one of the, an iconic, you know, CEO of his time, and he kind of came up with that whole process. But everything that the company is trying to achieve can be broken down by objective and then the key results. So using that specificity, big word, specificity of goal setting and making sure that you have the key results, you know what they are, you're measuring those, it's gonna give you a, a much more highly uh, likelihood that you'll actually achieve those goals. So those are a few tips, you know, when it comes into, when it comes to, you know, the goal setting process, you know, making sure that, you know, number one, you're checking in with your goals on a regular basis, you know, morning, nighttime, having them with you at all times, having them written down, number two, 
know, giving yourself a little bit of margin because things will happen. It's called life. Make sure that you give yourself some margin. And number three, being as specific as possible when it comes to each goal. Not creating some vague pie in the sky idea. That's not an idea. It's an objective and having some key results that you're going to be using to measure your progress and track where exactly you're at when it comes to achieving that goal. I think if you put a few of these things into practice, if you kind of stay focused on some of these things and you don't let the year get away from you, you don't let it go January, February, March, oh yeah, I forgot about my goals. You're checking with them on a regular basis. You've made some goals already. If you haven't, that's fine. You can still do it. It's not like, no, if you didn't do it by January 1st, it's over. You should be looking at it every every day, every week, every month, You know, setting new goals as you're achieving other goals and continue your goal statement, your goal list, your goal objective, your goal plan. It's a, it's a living, breathing thing that you're constantly going to be going back to. You're constantly going to be looking at. You're constantly going to be adding to. It's not like it's a one-time thing. And that's unfortunately what happens with most people. They set a few goals one time and then they never look at it again and then life just happens. You see how fast the years go by. And as you get older, they, it seems like they go by faster and faster and faster and faster. So if you want to get the most out of, you want to squeeze the most out of life, you want to squeeze the most out of every single day, it's going to start with being real clear and being, and being real, real intentional about what it is you want to achieve, what it is you're trying to do, uh, what it is that you're after, having some strong results that are going to give you indicators if you're on track or not, you know, and going for it. So hopefully you guys are having a, an amazing start to your new year. Hopefully you're building um, some momentum as the year gets going. You know, it's a little, you know, after the holidays, I know how it is, you know, it's like getting a little bit of that holiday fog, that holiday funk or whatever you might have, that that holiday, you know, I just laid back and rested on my laurels, getting a little bit of that out of your system and then building uh, the momentum that's going to carry you through the new year. And that's that's the plan, right? You want to build that momentum and you want to build a lot of momentum so you can pretty much conquer anything. I'm going to take a quick break and we're going to be back to wrap up building the momentum for goal setting into your new year. Hey guys, Sunny D here. You're listening to the YFYI podcast. We're talking a little bit about goal setting, just sharing some tips on effective goal setting practices post the new year as you're getting going, how to stay on track. And I wanted to share with you this quote that's at the beginning of chapter seven in YFYI, your first year in the beauty industry. And chapter seven is the whole entire chapter dedicated to goal setting. If you work hard on your job, you can make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. And that quote is by one of my mentors, Jim Rohn. It's powerful if you think about what he's saying there. If you work hard on your job, you can make a living. A lot of people think, you know, because they're working hard on their job, they're a hard worker, that, you know, they should be rewarded and you are you make a living you might make how many of dollars an hour you might get a raise here and there but 
the second part of that, if you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. That's about goal setting. That's about being intentional with what you're trying to do with your life. That's about self-improvement. That's about mindset training. That's about that's why you listen to a podcast like this. That's why you read books. That's why you go to, you know, conferences. That's why you watch, you know, videos. If you're not working hard on yourself and you're only working hard on your job, yeah, you'll make a living. You'll get paid. But if you're trying to really go to another level, if you're trying to make a fortune and whatever that looks like to you, rich isn't only in money, it could be in friends, family, love, it could be in lots of different things, then work hard on yourself. And the last couple of things I want to talk about when it comes to goal setting, one is going to be the importance of having an accountability partner, somebody that you can share your goals with, that's going to be supportive, that's going to be on your team, that's going to be cheering for you to hit those goals. So you want to make sure you identify a person. That person may be a spouse, a brother, a sister, a colleague, a, a mentor, a boss, whoever. But find a person that's truly going to be excited for you. You got to be careful with that because sometimes you think there's a person that you live with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your best friend. And it turns out that even though they're like, they're like, awesome. Yeah, you're, you're doing it. You're doing it. You're doing it. But secretly they're like hoping that you don't do it. So you got to be careful with that. If you're looking at that person and knowing that they genuinely care that you achieve and you're winning, then that person may be the person. So think about that. The accountability partner is huge. And kind of in closing, I want to leave you with a short story to kind of sum everything up. How important is goal setting? Here is an example from chapter 7. In 1952, the graduating class of Yale University did a study. They did a study of all the graduating seniors. There were only 10% of them who had goals that were well-defined and written down keyword written down. Over 30 years, they tracked that graduating class. Of that graduating class, the 10% that had written down well-defined specific goals had achieved more than the other 90% combined. You heard that right. Of that graduating class, the 10% that had written down their goals got specific, got intentional. They were well-defined goals. They had achieved more than the 90% combined. Goal setting is not a myth. Goal setting is not a theory. Goal setting works. It is a fact. When you are setting goals, there are a couple rules of thumb. You never want to reduce your target. You may need to extend the timeline, but you never, ever want to reduce the target. Remember, these are your goals. They are not anyone else's. It is not up to the salon owner that you work for, your boss, whoever. It's not up to your spouse, a relative, or friend to make you or force you to achieve them. You will have an accountability partner, but ultimately it is going to rely on you to stay focused on your goals, keep them in front of you at all times. That's pretty, pretty hardcore. So think about that. Well-defined specific goals, coming back to them on a regular basis, having an accountability partner, 
being as specific as possible getting in front of them at all times every time there's no such thing as you're reading your goals too much it keeps you on target so hopefully you guys can take this information and run with it hopefully you guys can take this information and have some amazing success when it comes to goal setting when it comes to achieving your goals when it comes to hitting your targets. I'm excited to talk more about this. I'll continue to come back to this because it is a a critical part of your success. It's a critical part of your your triumph. It's a a critical part of your everyday life, having targets, having objectives, having a reason for getting out of bed in the morning. So I'll continue to come back to this. In the meantime, guys, I just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the YFYI podcast. Make sure you share this with a friend, a colleague, somebody you think that uh, may be able to use a little inspiration, motivation, some education, uh, needs to be reminded about goal setting. And and the journey is not easy, but it's definitely going to be worth it. So thank you guys for tuning in each and every week. I look forward to you coming back, listening next week. Make sure you're a subscriber wherever you're listening to this on whether it be Apple Podcasts, Anchor.fm, which I've been recording all my podcasts on now, the YFYI podcast, as well as the Rolling with the D podcast. Um, If you haven't gotten copies of the YFYI book series, you can do that at yourfirstyearin.com. That's yourfirstyearin.com. Send me a message. Give me your your thoughts, some feedback, anything else you want to hear. You can find me on social media, either at SunnyD1.0 or at yourfirstyearin. So on that note, guys, just want to thank you guys for tuning in. Look forward to talking to you real soon. And remember, this is the podcast where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. 